come to brothers of the word. Because brother, you need the word. Today is a special day. And today some things will turn. It is what I heard God speak to me as I sat there today during the song. Today is a special day. And today, some things will turn. Our scripture today, Exodus chapter 29, verses 20 through 22. You don't have to turn there as I read this. Then shalt thou kill the ram, and take of his blood, and put it upon the tip of the right ear of Aaron. And upon the tip of the right ear of his sons, and upon the thumb of their right hand, and upon the great toe of their right foot, and sprinkle the blood upon the altar round about. And thou shalt take of the blood that is upon the altar, and of the anointing oil, and sprinkle it upon Aaron, and upon his garments, and upon his sons, and upon the garments of his sons with him. And he shall be hallowed, and his garments, and his sons, and his sons' garments with him. Also thou shalt take of the ram the fat and the rump, and the fat that covereth the innards, and the caul above the liver, and the two kidneys, and the fat that is upon them, and the right shoulder, for it is a ram of consecration. A few weeks ago, James sent me some computer instructions dealing with a technical issue that I was having. And as I read over the instructions and as I tried to follow the instructions, for some reason I could not get the thing to work properly. A couple of days went by, and I was in the kitchen, and I began to think about the fact that I could not follow those instructions properly and get the thing to work. And I heard God speak to me, and this is what he said. He said, I am moving your brain to the right Side. I am moving your brain to the right side. And today I speak to you from the subject of everything you own in a box to the right. Now, long ago I, I preached a sermon called Irreplaceable. And its theme was from the song sung by Beyonce, and it had the line in it, Everything You Own in a Box to the Left. That sermon is number 5347. And in that sermon, it talked about the stuff on the left, but but God said, I am moving your brain to the right side. And I understood what he meant by that statement. 
Psychologists basically divide our behavior and thinking patterns into two different types. One called left brain and the other called right brain, and they are different. The left brain primarily controls all of our logical, practical thinking emotions. The right brain primarily is creative and it is intuitive. So left equals logical and, and right equals creative to sort of put it in a nutshell. Some of the differences between left and right brain, a left brain is more logical person, more of a logical person. A right brain person is more of a feeling person. A left brain person actually lives more in the past. They live more based on their experiences. A right brain person lives more in the future. They live more based on their expectations. A left brain person is more concerned about details. A right brain person is more concerned about the big picture. A left brain person will lean more towards math and science. A right brain person will lean more towards art and philosophy and religion. A left brain person deals with the reality of the situation. A right brain person deals with the dream of what things could be. A left brain person is safe. A right brain person takes risks. A left brain person knows. A right brain person believes. All of us are basically mixtures of left and right, but the vast majority are primarily either left or right brain dominant, just as we're either left or right handed. We can use both our left and right hand, but, but, but most people, they're either left or right dominant. You either write with your left or your right hand. There's a very small percentage of people who are called ambidextrous, and they can write with either left or right hand. But most of us, we're either left-handed or we're either right-handed. Now, if you don't know which one you are, and I took a test years ago. It was a long-written test designed to tell you the percentage of left and right brain that you were. And, and when I took the test... The person who administered the test to me, as they looked at the results, they said, you're one of the most perfect balances of left and right brain I've ever seen. You're 49-51. So you're almost perfectly down the middle between left and right brain. They said, you're both scientist and artist. And you can see things from the logical side, or you can see things from the abstract side. And if you don't know which one you are, there's a simple five-second test called a brain test that you can take to see which one you are. I actually put it on the web. You can go to airjesus.com. You click on Mountain Wings Past Issues, and it's issue number 8358. Or just go to airjesus.com, click on Past Issues of Mountain Wings, and just search on Brain Test. And it will give you a very quick and easy test visually that you can take to discern whether you're primarily left or right brain dominant. But often you can tell by just listening to the characteristics that I mentioned earlier. 
And in Matthew chapter 5, verses 29 and 30, Jesus says, And if thy right eye offend thee, pluck it out, and cast it from thee. For it is profitable for thee that one of thy members should perish, and not that thy whole body should be cast into hell. And if thy right hand offend thee, cut it off. And cast it from thee, for it is profitable for thee that one of thy members should perish and not that thy whole body should be cast into hell. Now, it is interesting, and I I didn't notice this until I began to research it and, and until God told me that he was moving my brain to the right side. It was interesting that Jesus did not say if thy left eye offend thee or if thy left hand offend thee. He said if thy Right eye, like he would say, if either of your eyes offend you, pluck it out. Or or if if either of your hands offend, then cut it off. But he said, if thy right eye offend thee, or if thy right hand, then then pluck it off. There, There was something special, and there was something significant about the right side. In Matthew chapter 5, 39, he said... But I say unto you that ye resist not evil, but whosoever shall smite thee on thy right cheek, turn to him the other also. It is interesting that he did not say whosoever shall smite thee on thy cheek. He said specifically on the right cheek. Well, what's the difference between someone slapping you on the right cheek versus the left cheek? Most people, if someone slapped you on either cheek, you're going to have a problem with it. So, so there is a difference that Jesus made between there was something about the right cheek that was special. Acts chapter 2, verses 33 through 35 Therefore, being by the right hand of God exalted... And having received of the Father the promise of the Holy Ghost, he hath shed forth this, which ye now see and hear. For David is not ascended into the heavens, but he saith himself, The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit thou on thy right hand, until I make thy foes thy footstool. Matthew chapter 25, beginning at verse 31. When the Son of Man shall come into his glory, and all the holy angels with him, then shall he sit upon the throne of his glory. And before him shall be gathered all nations, and he shall separate them one from another, as a shepherd divided his sheep from the goats. And he shall set the sheep on his right hand, but the goats on the left Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, Come ye blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was an hungered, and ye gave me meat. I was thirsty, and ye gave me drink. I was a stranger, and ye took me in. You know the rest of the story. Then down in in verse 41, Then shall he say also unto them on the left hand, Depart. From me, ye cursed into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was an hungered, and ye gave me no meat. I was thirsty, 
and ye gave me no drink. There was a difference between the people on his right hand versus those on his left hand. Basically, the the people on the right hand were going to heaven and the people on the left hand were going to hell. So Jesus made a distinction between the right side of the body and the left side of the body. And all of the things that were good and holy and were going up and that were going to be saved were on the right side of the body. But that stuff on the left side, there was a difference. Matthew 26, beginning in verse 63. But Jesus held his peace. And the high priest answered and said unto him, I adjure thee by the living God that thou tell us whether thou be the Christ, the Son of God. Jesus saith unto him, Thou hast said, Nevertheless, I say unto you, Hereafter shall ye see the Son of Man sitting on the right hand of power and coming in the clouds of heaven. Matthew sixteen nineteen. So then after the Lord had spoken unto him, he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God. Jesus says he's going to be on the right hand of God. So so there's something different and something special and something consecrated about that right side. Even in Luke 6, 6. And it came to pass also on another Sabbath that he entered into the synagogue and taught. And there was a man whose right hand was withered. There is a difference between left and right. There is a difference between left and right sides of the brain. The left side is the logical, thinking, analytical, practical part. The right side, the the left hand knows, but the right hand believes. The left hand has to have proof. The right hand can operate off of faith. There, There is something that as God spoke to me, I'm moving your brain from the left side, or he says, I'm moving your brain to the right side. He was telling me, in essence, I am going to diminish the left side of your brain, but I am going to increase the right side. The men of vision just got back yesterday from a fishing trip. We we drove the church van down to Florida, went deep sea fishing, and while we we were there, there's a young man who's a member of the Men of Vision, and his name is Flash. He's a, he's a, he's a band leader, and he's, he, he, basically what he does, he has these groups that go around and they entertain. He's got these big bands. They, they throw these big, expensive, elaborate venues, and he has buses that he drives all the group in. So he was telling sometimes when he's driving that he will give them brain teasers. So he was a kind of an expert in brain teasers. And he said there's this one brain teaser that no one including him, he said that no one has ever been able to solve. And he told us the brain teaser. And all of the men in the van, everybody, whoo, they just, they, they couldn't figure it out. I said, well, tell us the answer. I said, well, hold on, wait a minute. I said, give me an hour on it and let me work on it. So we went back and forth and back and forth. It took me 50 minutes 
But I figured out the answer to the brain teaser. And he said, you're the only person who's ever been able to figure this out. But it was a left side of the brain problem. And I knew that I was having difficulty thinking about it because I knew that had my left side been sharp, I'd have been able to figure that thing out in a tenth of the time. But it was fuzzy. And it was different. It was just like that computer thing James had given me. I was having a time trying to work through and figure it out. I could tell that the left side had been diminished, but I can feel that God has done something on the right side. And as I thought about this thing, people, we are moving into a time where we're going to have to live more by faith and that which we believe than that which we can see. I understand the left side as well as anybody, but I'm going to tell you people, there's a whole lot of stuff in this world that I just absolutely cannot figure out. There's a lot of stuff going on that, to be honest, but yeah, I, I have the prophetic ability, but I'm going to tell you the truth. I don't know what's going on. There's a lot of stuff that's going on. I'm just going to put it just as blunt as I can be. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on in the heavens. There's a lot of stuff on earth. I don't know what's going on, but I have faith and I have belief. And, 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 the, and the more God has shifted things, even in the midst of all of this turmoil in the world, the more confident I am that things are going to be just all right. I've got a feeling about the future that is so bright, that is so warm. In the midst of all, see, the left side is looking at this stuff and said, man, you got to be crazy. Do you see what's going on? Do you understand the economic and political implications of some of the structure of some of this stuff? Do you know what is liable to happen within the next few years in this country? The left brain is saying that, but the right brain is saying, my God has all this stuff in his hands and he is not going to let his child down. So I am beginning to understand more with the right side. You, you see... That's why Jesus said, if someone smites you on thy right cheek, it takes a different kind of understanding and feeling to turn the other side and with a smile than it does if someone slaps you on that logical side. If someone slaps you on the logical side, you go to looking for a baseball bat. That is the difference between left and right side. But with some of us, our right hand has been withered. And all we can do is respond to the things of the world with the left side of stuff. All we can do is respond the way the world responds, the way we think and the way it looks like it ought to be. Instead of responding the way that Jesus told us to respond. Do you know it takes, see, to respond out of love is not logic. It's not logic. Someone does you wrong to respond out of love is not logical. It's not left brain, it's right brain. And we have to move. If we're ever going to be secure in the kingdom, if we're ever going to have peace on earth, see, you cannot have peace logically. There's too much stuff going on. Crime rate is going up. Just logically, now your probability of getting mugged or killed or robbed is higher. So if you're logically thinking about it, oh my goodness, 
stuff is dangerous now. Ooh, if you're logically thinking about it, it takes away your peace. But if you're on the right side, nothing is going to happen to me until my mission on this earth is finished. I, I don't care what goes on. I don't care what happens. I have an absolute knowledge and confidence and belief that nothing is going to happen to me until my mission on this earth is finished. When, when you move to the right side, something happens. See, even, even with your money, when you follow what God said, you know, it, it's not logical to, for you to continue to tithe and to give when stuff is tight. That's not logical. Logic will say, look, stuff tight. I got to cut this stuff down. But the right side will say this. It, it'll take, see, it, and, and some of you now, you're going through some serious economic conditions. You say, look, look I, I, I got to use some sense with my money. I am not going to put that money in that church. I got to use sense with my money. I have been trying and working. I, I'm coming up dry. That's what the disciples were doing. Jesus said, he said in John 21, 6, and he said unto them, you know when they had been fishing out all night long, hadn't caught a thing? How many of you all have been fishing all night long and you haven't caught a thing? You're coming up just to dry the men of vision when we got back from that fishing trip. We didn't have a whole lot of fish. We might have been putting our net down on the wrong side. And he said unto them, cast the net on the right side of the ship. And ye shall find, they cast therefore, and now they were not able to draw it for the multitude of fishes. It made no logical sense. Look, we were out on a boat in the middle of the ocean. Look, if the fish going to be under the right side, they ought to be under the left side. It made no logical sense thinking about it that there would be a whole load of fish on one side. And no fish on the other side. It makes no scientific sense whatsoever. See, some of the blessings that God will have for you, it will make no scientific sense whatsoever. But when you follow what God has told you to do in your heart and in his word, and when you cast your net on the right side, say they had so many fish it nearly broke the nets. Then Peter, Acts 3, 7, then Peter took the lame man by the right hand and helped him up. And as he did, the man's feet and ankle bones were healed and strengthened. I, I tell you people, let's get right. Let's get right. For too long, we have been living on the left side. And God is just trying to tell you now, let's get right. When we move into the area of heart and of mind, that God's people, the will of God oftentimes is just not fathomable by us. We, we're not going to understand some of this stuff. We're coming into the Christmas season. The birth of Jesus was not logical. And when you look back over it, it makes no sense to the logical scientific mind. How can a baby be born and the woman is still a virgin? There are some things surrounded his birth that we will not understand. Herod tried to kill Jesus. There are some complexities that, that I don't understand. 
And you know, when the, when the Magi went to Jesus, the angel, they were going back to tell Herod, the angels told the Magi, do not go back that way, do not tell him. Now that makes pretty good sense to you, doesn't it? And then Herod sent his soldiers to kill every child in the city two years and under. Now, I said to myself, if God could have sent an angel to tell them not to go back to tell Herod that, why didn't God send an angel to tell them not to tell Herod in the first place? And then they wouldn't have had to kill all those babies. And the Bible says it was the greatest amount of lamenting ever recorded. Why didn't God send the angels to stop the Magi from telling Herod to start with? I don't know. And it's one of those things I don't know. See, there are some things, there are some pain that we'll have in our lives. And we don't know why it came. And we can't explain it because the left brain is not strong enough to understand the things of God. You have to move to the right side. And in the right side, even with all of those babies killed, I can say God knew what he was doing. God is able to see the big picture. The left brain is only able to see the small details. God can see what will happen a thousand and a million years from now. We don't even have know what's going to happen this evening. We cannot understand the power and the workings of God from the left side. We have to open up to the right side. And when we do, our hands will be healed. Our, our legs will be strengthened. Our ankle will be, our, our necks will have more fish. When we can move from the left side to the right side. Go to Mountain Wings and just search on brain test. And take the test to see which side you're on. And you're going to have to start moving. To the right hand, to the right side. And we're going to have to leave that left side alone. And we're going to have to put everything that we own in a box to the right. If God is on the right, we have to put everything that we own in a box to the right. Let's get right. God wants to move us. And he said today, today is a special day. And today, some things are going to turn. If you would like to hear this message again, simply go to airjesus.com. This is message number 5420. Everything you own in a box to the right. Thank you for joining us today at Brothers of the Word because, brother, you need the Word. Amen, 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 and amen. There is a decision today that some of you need to make. And you have been on this left side, this side of the world, the side of the carnal mind. And it's time for you to move from that left side to that right side. And you're in a situation where you can't figure it. Let me just tell you the brain teaser that, 
that Flash told us yesterday. He said, imagine that you were in a room, and in the room there were two doors, one door on each end. That's all that was in the room were the two doors and two computers. And he said, behind one door was a bomb. And if you opened that door, it would blow up and kill you and destroy everything in the room. Behind the other door was the way out to safety. And he said there were two computers in the room. The computers were identical except for one thing. One computer always told the truth. And the other computer always lied. And he said, this is the challenge. You can ask one of the computers one question. And one question only. You can't ask a two-part question. And you can't ask each computer one question. You can only ask one computer one one-part question. And he said, what would be your question and what would be your answer from the question? You're in a room, two doors. The doors are identical, but behind one door is a bomb and one door leads to safety. You've got two identical computers, but one will always tell the truth and one will always tell a lie. You can ask one question one time to only one computer. What would be your question and what would be your action after the question? And that was the brain teaser. And as I thought about that thing, you know, that thing is kind of like life and spirit. There are two doors. Behind one door is eternal damnation and hellfire. Behind another door is eternal life. And there are two sources that you can ask a question of. One will always tell you the truth and one is the great deceiver. What's going to be your question? And what you going to do once you get the answer? That thing took me 50 minutes of wrangling with it, trying to figure out the answer. Some of you right now are wrangling with that very question. You got two doors, and behind one of them is absolute destruction, and behind the other one is salvation. And you're wrangling, and you got some lies, and you got some truths. And you're wrangling with what do I do? And you can only ask one question. And, and the problem, sometimes people, we can't even figure out the question. Because the whole, the whole brain teaser was, what question can you ask? And you only got one. You can only go one way. You can only go one way. You can't have two saviors. You will only serve God or money. You can't serve them both. There's only one. And, and that brain teaser, and the man said, no one yet that I've ever asked this to has ever been able to figure it out. We become lost because we cannot figure out the question to even ask. And then when you do get the answer, you have to have right action. I can tell you the question. Who will you serve? 
And will you sit on the left side or on the right side? I can tell you the question, but I cannot give you your answer. That's your choice. And I cannot give you your action. That's your choice. But I can tell you one of them has a bomb behind the door and one of them will lead you to salvation. I can tell you that. And I can tell you you've got some sources. And one of them will always tell you the truth and the other one will always deceive you. And we're in the middle of that room. That, that brain teaser was no accident. And I hadn't even thought about the revelation of the thing until I was preaching. And I said, that's the same situation. Left or right. Same situation. And we can't figure it out. We think we can't figure it out. And we end up getting blown to bits and burned to bits and hurt and torn and all down these wrong paths because we can't figure it out. God is trying to turn you. And he's trying to tell you to make a right turn and keep straight. That's the only thing you have to do for self. Make a right turn and keep straight. So the decision, you remember the situation we had with the prophet? Came here years ago. I sat here and prophesied to him. I said, God says he'll take you to a level beyond your greatest imagination. All you got to do is just don't turn left. Always turn right. That's all you got to do. I gave him my Jeep. The man called me a week later. He said, Pastor Bronner, this Jeep has cut off on me. I said, what? He says, cut off. I said, that Jeep was in perfect condition. What do you mean it's cut off? He said, I was coming out. Of, he said, cut off. I said, prophet, I got to come see that. Something funny about that. James and I got in the car, drove down to the hotel. There was a Jeep parked in the driveway coming out. Cut off. Wouldn't even start. I said, what did it want? James called me over. He said, brother, look at this. It cut off. Dead even with a street sign. Guess what the street sign said? No left turn. I said, Prophet, which way were you getting ready to go? He said, left. It cut off. Left brain could not explain that. All of my automotive engineering, I've rebuilt and built some stuff with engineering. Left brain could not understand that. How could this thing cut off at the exact, I mean, it was within a half an inch of that sign. I said, how could this thing, first of all, it wasn't supposed to cut off, and then it cut off right in that left brain, couldn't understand it. But right brain knew. Right brain knew that the hand of God reached into that motor, he ain't got the wires, cut off the fire and said, this far and no further. That's some stuff in your life, and you've been turning left. And God has reached into your world. He ain't got the wires. Cut off the fire and said this far and no further. People, it's time to turn. And you can't understand why all this mess going on. It's time to turn. And God says today is a special day. And he says, I am going to turn some things. And he just spoke to me again. He said, but I didn't tell you which direction. That means it's going to be both of them. God will give you a time limit. And if you don't straighten up some stuff, he'll turn you into a, into a place you don't even want to think about. 
He said, today I'm going to turn. So he said, but I didn't tell you which direction. That means it's going to be both of them more likely. Some of you are going to turn right and keep straight and your lives are going to change for the better and you'll see some doors open in some next field that you couldn't even imagine. And some of you are going to keep going left. Today is a turning point. And you in a room with two doors. And behind one is a bomb. And behind the other safety and salvation but you have got to figure out that question and you got to have the right answer to the question you got to figure this out right now the doors of the church are open for salvation for those of you who are listening to electronically just go to air jesus and you find, you may have to search through some stuff. I'm not going to even tell you where it is. But you find a link that says salvation. You go find it because sometimes you got to go through a little effort. You make stuff too easy for folks that don't even appreciate it. Sometimes you got to go, you find it. You can't find that. You're not serious. It's there. You find it. And you click on the link for salvation. And you pray the prayer. So no matter where you are, that question stands before you. And for those of you right now within this sanctuary, for those of you online, and today you want to make the turn to the right side, there is only one path, only one name by which men can be saved. I invite you now to stand up. And I want you to stand up. I don't care which side of the church you're on. And I want you to turn to your right and you walk out into the aisle and you come forward. Anyone today, and you know today, you need to accept your Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. I invite you now to stand and come forward. Amen, amen. The next invitation is this. We have one person coming forward. Amen. Two people coming forward. I was getting ready to move on. I'm not going to wait all day. You either know it or you don't. You don't sometimes you don't have time enough to wait all day and make folks figuring out stuff. You, you need to know. We have another coming. And another. Amen. 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 If, if, don't wait all day, people. Sometimes you wait. On, look, you either know or you don't. Stand up. Turn to your right. Come out to the aisle and come down front. If you're at home, listen to this. Stand up, turn to your right. There's something that there's a God differentiated on the physical body, the difference between the left and the right side. Stand up, turn to your right. Come on down front. Amen. We have these who are here today to rededicate or accept the Lord Jesus as their Savior. I, there's another appeal that God spoke to me. For those of you, and today, you have decided to make a turn in the right direction in your life. I want you to stand up. Turn to your right and come down front. And you have made it, you've already accepted Jesus, but, but, but you want to make a turn, and you have made up in your mind, I'm going to turn some stuff around in my world. Stand up. 
Turn to your right and come down. Stand up. Turn to your right and come down. Today is a special day. For today, some things will turn. Stand up. Turn to your right and come down front. If you're listening via the internet or electronically, stand up where you are. Physically, get out of your chair. Get out of the bed. Get off the sofa. Stand up. Turn to your right. Turn to your right. And I want you to just repeat after me. Bow your heads, close your eyes, and just repeat these words. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I know I've messed up. But I want to get right. Lord, I want to be in your good grace. I want things in my world to straighten out. I'm tired of the way they've been going. And this day, standing before man and you, I make a declaration. I'm going to turn. I'm going to leave those things I know are wrong behind. And as I turn away from them and move towards you, you'll be able to fill my nets. Father, I believe. I have faith. I know without doubt that you are God. I accept your son Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I invite him anew into my world. Lord, I want to be on the right side. I want to be with you. And I declare it. I command it. I state it. I stand before you. And I turn. In thy son Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Turn to your right. And go back to your seat. is a special day. Today is a special day. And today some things will turn. Stand to your feet and come across the aisles. upon this day. Raise your hand if you do. Anyone today, I want you to turn to your right, come out in the aisles, and come forward. It's a good day to be in the house of the Lord. 
we welcome you here with us and for your family to become a part of our family. You're going to be a faithful person. Lord, we just thank you for them. We pray right now your blessing and your peace upon them and their world. In thy son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 We have the children's Christmas program immediately after service. The choice of whether you will stay or go is up to you. I ask you to stand for a reason. Because this is going to be your first choice. This is your first choice. You can walk out on the children or you can stay. This is your first choice. <laughs> but you stand up. So this is your first choice. Today, some things will turn. Today is a special day. Today, some things will turn. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word upon this day. Father, I thank you for those who have turned. Father, I pray that they turn right. Father, I pray that they stay straight. I pray that you send and you infuse them today with your Holy Spirit to hold them and to keep them. And Father, when they get weak, Father, remind them of this message. And I hear God saying, you get a copy of the message yourself and remind yourself. That which you can do, God will hold you responsible for. You get a copy of today's message and you remind yourself. Father, I pray that you watch over them, keep them. And as you have spoken, as they turn, let them see your glory and the fulfillment of your word. In thy son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 The children's program will begin shortly. Amen. The sense message number 5420 by Nathaniel Bronner Jr. To hear other messages or to send this message number 5420 to a friend, simply go to airjesus.com and theonlineword.com. This has been message number 5420. Everything you own in a box to the right. Listen to airjesus.com and theonlineword.com often and keep your spirit charged up.